Hello, my friends, and welcome to our practice session. In our practice sessions, we invite our featured guests to show off their negotiation and conflict resolution skills in a realistic scenario. In this session, I want you to pay attention to what our guest does and not to what I do, because while they are trying to show off their skills and teach you, I'm trying to frustrate their efforts in different ways through things like aggression, annoyance, emotionality, or awkwardness. And then after the practice session, we debrief and talk about what worked, what didn't work, and what you can use in your next difficult conversation. As you know, with the Negotiate Anything podcast, we like to change it up a little bit and try new things. So with this practice session with Shane, we're trying something completely different. So if you listened to his last episode, you know that Shane shared three of the most powerful conflict resolution techniques that he learned while volunteering on a national suicide hotline. And in this practice session, I played the role of somebody who was feeling a little bit depressed and called into the hotline. And of course, this goes without saying, but I want to make sure I put it out there. Depression and suicide are very, very serious issues in our country, and we tried our best to be mindful of that and approach this fictional situation with the respect that it deserves. Hopefully, you're able to take some of the skills that Shane teaches us in this episode and in his previous episode and use it for the difficult conversations that you experience in your life. And with that, let's jump into this practice session. Hey, this is Shane. Hi, this is Kwame. Kwame, what's going on? Yeah, I am. I'm having some issues here, Shane. Um, just not feeling my best. Don't know who to really talk to about this, and I've never done anything like this before. So that's kind of where I am. Not feeling your best? Yeah. I, over the past couple of months, I've been I've been feeling really down. Just things that I've enjoyed in the past haven't been as enjoyable. Just feeling slow, not really wanting to do much of anything. Well, call me. Thanks for calling in. Maybe tell me a little bit more about what you have enjoyed doing in the past. It's a good question. You know, it's been so long that I've felt, oh, this sounds terrible. I, it's been so long that I felt something like an enjoyment that I, I'm even having mm. a hard time yeah. identifying something. Well, if you did have to identify something, what has made you happy in the past? Well, I remember about four months ago, my brother came by, his, his, he and his wife and his uh, two beautiful kids, and I remember just sitting on the ground playing with my nieces, and it, it, for the first time in a long time, it felt like nothing else mattered. I felt warm inside. I felt happy. I felt connected. I think really that was the last time that I felt enjoyment. Yeah, makes sense. How come you haven't really been able to feel that way since they were over last, since you spent time with your nieces and your family? Well, things have gotten really busy at work. Some of the, the projects that I was working on, they didn't end up going as, I pl as, as planned. And the reason I think that I wasn't able to perform where I wanted to was because my girlfriend and I, we broke up and it was not good. And uh, it's just been a kind of dark time. It sounds like a dark time. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's where I am right now. That's, that's why I haven't been able to reconnect in that way. Well, where do you want to go? How do you want to reconnect? Well, I just want to feel normal again. <laughs> it, it's not even something that's uh, yeah. such a high aspiration. Not even feel great, just normal again. And I don't yeah. know what to do next. One thing that came to my mind, because it, it sounds like you've 
been through some tough things, but you might be onto something with how much fulfillment you got from spending time with your family. Have you thought about maybe calling one of them or grabbing a coffee or spending time with the people who make you feel most fulfilled? Well, sometimes I think about that, but I don't want to be a burden. I, I know I'm not my best self right now, and I just don't, I feel, I would feel guilty bringing this dark cloud over them too. Yeah, it seems like you don't want to burden them with what you're going through. Right. Yeah. Well, I can try to understand what you're going through, but it's maybe calling them up and scheduling something, even though you're not feeling your best self, because I know that people who genuinely love you and care for you will meet you where you're at in whatever space or however you're feeling. So would it be ridiculous to just maybe reach out and ask them if, for a hand? Yeah, I think I think that's something that I could consider. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think about it in terms of what they would want from me. I just thought about it in terms of what I want for them. And I guess that might be a bit selfish. So yeah, I think that's something I could do. Well, I'm happy it's something you can do. And sometimes it's okay to be a little bit selfish. And it sounds like you're right on track. Does your company invest in professional development training? If you believe that your team would benefit from a negotiation workshop, all you need to do is go to our website, fill out the workshop request form, and then we'll set up a time to chat. These workshops are completely customizable and we've done them all around the country. Negotiation and conflict resolution skills are beneficial across all professions, but they're especially useful in procurement, purchasing, sales, sourcing, and contract management. Our calendar is filling up quickly and we even have some workshops scheduled for next year. If you think you might want one, I'd suggest reaching out soon so you don't miss out. Check out the link in the description to learn more. And now, back to the show. Perfect, cool, good. Very, very, very good, very good. I was trying at the end, I didn't want to make it easy for you and just say, yep, I'll give him a call. <laughs> I wanted to make you work a little good, bit, good. but you but you did a good job. One of the things that I really want to focus in on is I tried to, at one point, make the silence as painful as possible, and you handled it pretty, pretty well, man. You didn't jump in at all, and you just let that question work. For you, what are some things that help you to do that? Yeah, a few things to really sit with the silence is just acknowledging that it's going to be awkward. That's the <laughs> truth. <laughs> like, we got to just be honest with ourselves and say, hey, it's a little weird at first, but it matters. And just recognizing that it exists is a great way to start. I think that's brilliant. I think that's brilliant. Because if you go in there saying to yourself, how can I make the, the prospect of silence less awkward? think you're starting in the wrong place. It's, it's like going to the gym and saying, how can I make this workout less exhausting? I mean, that's the point. <laughs> that is that just is, part of the process. The point. So, that is the point. And, and so, yeah, it's, and one of the things to make it not as exhausting is just labeling the emotions of the other person and getting them to just feel like you're advocating for them, really. Right. And the thing is, you did a great job of being non-judgmental, like you said at the at the beginning. You know, you, you made me feel safe sharing more, and you identified that emotion and, and said, well, it seems like X, Y, Z. You made it easy for me to, to acknowledge that, and then so we could move beyond that. 
Yeah, moving beyond it is key because negotiations like and these conversations aren't battles. They're really just processes of discovery. Right, exactly. And you you were able to get a lot of information from me. And at the beginning, I was a little bit hesitant to share. And so what were the things that you used to kind of break through that? Well, asking how and what questions are the go-to. And I know your book talks a lot of, a lot about that towards the middle-ish, end-ish. And instead of using the why questions where people can go on the defensive, I chose to use, you know, when was the last or what was the last time you felt good or how can we get you feeling better again or name a time or tell me about are all really powerful. Yeah. And you did a really good job of continuing to solicit that information, but it didn't feel like an interrogation. And that's all because of your tone. Sometimes when people haven't had a negotiation like this or carried a conversation in this way, they say, well, wouldn't it seem like an interrogation? But by your tone Mm. and the way that you handled it, I felt fine sharing and it didn't feel oppressive during during the process. Yeah. And it makes me want to talk to you more because you're giving me all these compliments. (laughs) Well, you know, that's part of the process. I mean, if you come on here and you give great advice, then you're going to get complimented. That's, that's just there we how go. this works. <laughs> but the, the, one of the great things was that even though you needed to go into the past in order to figure out where some positive rays of light came in, you still were always engaged in future-focused problem-solving. So you got that information from the past. Okay, they, he likes spending time with his family. And then asking the how question, which oriented me towards problem solving, towards finding a solution and finding a solution for myself. And it was through those questions that you figured out what a p- possible workable solution was. So it was, it was really those questions that you asked that allowed me to, to, uh, to move in the right direction. Yeah, and moving in the right direction to what we ultimately want to paint is what Andy Raskin, who is a great storyteller, says, the promised land. We want to paint the promised land for the other person, but we want them to find that promised land themselves. Mm-hmm. And the way that you help someone find that promised land is by doing exactly what you just said, asking what and how questions for them to discover the promised land themselves. That's perfect. Perfect, perfect. Good deal. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad we did this. this. This was a sparring session unlike any other, but, <laughs> but you handled nice. it really well. We are, we're seeing Great. New sides of my uh, imagination, which is cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, no Swedish fish in this one. No, no, <laughs> kept it simple. Well, perfect. Thank you That's again, right. Shane. This was this was really really great. Cool. Yeah. Let me know how else I can help out, and I'm really intrigued to see how else the uh, negotiation course shapes up here. I've told a few friends about it, so fantastic. Um, yeah, keep up, keep up the good work, Kwame. Seriously, I just want to encourage you because what you're doing matters, man. It's from the bottom of my heart, and I'm so excited. Hopefully, get the chance to meet you as well uh, when you're in LA or something. That'd yeah, be awesome. Definitely, definitely cool, man. I appreciate yeah. it, and um, we will touch base soon. You have a great one. All right, take care, Kwame. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. If you're liking what you're hearing, please leave a review and subscribe and tell your friends. Our goal is to help as many people as possible. And when you leave reviews, it makes it easier for people to find us in the searches. Thanks again for being a listener. I'll catch you in the next one.